do off the top of our head. Let me say something nice about D&D. <laughs> it did not require a lot of prep. Once I built PA Din, I was ready to go. Yeah, like it must be nice. It, 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 it might have been a good like, change of pace if we had to just come in like, okay, here's what's going to happen, guys. Hey, welcome back to Even More Mashed Up. We are the podcast coming to you from Misericordia University via my very posh department or apartment style dorm room. Uh, <laughs> I'm Alan. And I'm Patrick. And that's how we roll on the second summer season of Even More Mashed Up. How we roll. Hashtag second summer season. I like Oh, the... you mean like Dungeons and Dragons rolling? No, I just roll. That, oh. That's how we roll. Well, usually you do you you do some kind of wordplay that cleverly. Yeah, I was trying to come up with something like that. Headed. It was a very sort of portentous kind of day, or there was a feeling in the air. Yep. Because, of course, we're talking about good omens. I think it might well, be raining cloudy. fish right now. Does that count? Raining fish? Yeah, like there's literally uh-huh. carp. Did it rain fish in good omens? Well, that's end-of-time stuff, right? Don't fish fall from the skies? and No. You're thinking of the plagues. Then there's, like, blood in your well, no, urine, and there's, the, like, all kinds of signs. No, that's kidney stone. Oh, that's yeah. right. Well... <laughs> Kidney stones are, can be say, the end times. I would say you should know, like, if anyone should know what the effects of kidney stones are, it's you. <laughs> it makes me a, feel better, anyway. Yeah, there are two things you are well-versed in. Kidney yes. stones and Hamilton. Yes, yes, I did. Did you see Hamilton? Did There's, you just say I had to see Hamilton? No, I did just see Hamilton. It feels like you said I had to just see it. Well, Hamilton. I kind of had to see it, but I, it was literally front row center, like, the very front row. It was spectacular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if you, you haven't heard of Hamilton, I would yeah. recommend that you all go see it at or some point. Or listen to the podcast about it. Yes. You know, I'm thinking we Is should do another podcast, podcast, about, podcast about Hamilton. Yeah. Because when we did the first podcast about Hamilton, mm-hmm. I'd not... Seen it? Actually seen it at yeah, that point. Yeah, I do recall that. Yeah. Now I would say I might be the most expert person here in it. You've certainly seen it the most of anyone here. Feel like that would make me the most expert. Mm, possibly. One would hope that somebody with a namesake of that would know more about it. Yeah, but I don't, know that but I don't think it's Hamilton. true. But we're not talking about Hamilton today. He doesn't think about Da Gama either, and he claims to be a direct descendant. Well, he Who? was Portuguese. Vasco da Gama? Oh. Yeah. oh. I'm sorry, we're talking history, so yeah. I forget mm-hmm. that Rich mm-hmm. would not I mean, have... Most dates, yeah. concepts, math, science. Basic knowledge. Yeah. Thinking. Mm. Speaking of thinking, yes, we're talking about good omens. Good omens, or we? It's <laughs> trying to get us back on track. You, like, you feel like you really want to be focused today. I yeah, I want to be efficient. I've got a dog in a crate that I have to go home to. Sounds a little ominous when yes. you say it like that. Yeah, it doesn't sound good, does well, it? Well, she's good for like three hours, and we're into hour two right now. So yikes! The other ones want to talk shop between. I know. So we it's like distracted. kids in cages. No, dogs in crates and kids in cages. She loves her crate. It's like the new album. Isn't that what they say about the kids in the cages? No, they don't say that about. They the love kids it in so the much they don't need educational services anymore, yeah. or food, food or yeah. medical care. So good omens. <laughs> I'm trying to talk about the end times. Yeah, like, yeah, kids in cages. I'm pretty sure is biblically bad. Oh, it's probably even beyond biblically bad. Yeah, it's just. It's Can you get worse than biblically bad? Like, yeah, what would be worse than biblically bad? Mm, Bibli- Apocalypse bad. But that's biblical. That's biblical. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something. Rich, I think, I, I think we've won this one. What if I'm not a Christian and I don't believe in the Bible? Well, the Bible's not inherently so Christian. Bibli- biblically bad wouldn't be... Yeah, but biblically could just... You don't have to believe it, but it's in the Bible. That makes it biblical. And people have yeah, Bibles that, for other religions. The too. idea of something yeah, biblical being an extreme version of bad only means only works if you think the Bible is important. I don't know about that. I think it does. I'm not sure about that. But the more yeah. you say biblical... The more it doesn't sound like a real word. It's yeah. one of those biblical? that just... It's already lost its meaning. It does, like, biblical. Like, I, I'm saying it, and it doesn't seem like a real word anymore. What if it's chronically catastroph- catastrophic? Catastrophic. Wait, wait, what was the word before? Yeah. Cat- catastrophic? Chronically Chron- catastrophic. Wait, chronically? The Quran. Oh! 
That's the word you're saying. Chronically catastrophic. I thought you were just mispronouncing chronically. No, I, I know how to say no. I'm saying I'm saying the. Can you tell we didn't do a lot of research for this? We did well, a lot of research for the show. <laughs> at least we we're talking about the Bible and stuff, which is at least That's somewhat right. on topic with good omens. That's why I said it was raining fish, which is biblical. It's not actually. It's not. It's not one of the plagues. Yeah. I didn't say it was one of the plagues. Well, but it means also not biblical. You can't just it make. Doesn't mean, no, it doesn't. Raining there's more in the Bible than just the plague. Alexa, does it rain fish in the Bible? Does it ever rain fish in the Bible? I will ask my phone. No, because raining fish would be a good thing. It'd be food. In Honduras, the annual rain of fish has fallen. That's, not that's the an Bible. article from the seven, yeah, that's, that's oh, not like, 2017. Huh. Is Honduras the Bible? Is that a location? It's just giving me a bunch of examples. <laughs> that's where a actually... legit question by Rich. Is Honduras in the Bible or a location? <laughs> he, he, he doesn't know. Yeah. What is? Who is Honduras? Do you know that raining birds and frogs is fairly common? Okay, again, not what we were asking. Yeah, but how can it rain birds? Are they fish just falling from the sky? Bible. Let's see. Fish fall from the sky in annual miracle that feeds the poor. Not the Bible. Well, there is the well, there is the mirac- miraculous feeding of the masses. But that's it's, that's, that's the because... loaves and the fishes, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Manna falls from the sky. Yeah, I'm not sure it ever rains fish in the Bible. Maybe it doesn't. It does not. Yeah, okay. It rains manna. So, anywho, the Lord said to Moses, Behold, I will rain down bread. My, oh, manna. Does the Bible say dead birds will fall from the sky? Okay, can we get back dead on to good omens? <gasps> fish dying in the sea. Yeah, I could be yeah, wrong. You okay. saw fish and you were so happy. So, good omens. <laughs> the miniseries on Amazon Prime. Based off the book. Which is nice because it's the first time I've had an Amazon Prime membership that actually gave me something to watch for free that I wanted to watch. Really? Wow, that's Whenever, harsh. Whenever you go to Amazon to watch a movie, it's, oh, it's not always Prime. it's always cost. Oh, it's not covered under Prime? Right. Oh, Iron Man wow. 2 is available on Prime. Like I said, whenever you go to watch a good movie for <laughs> yeah. free... Yes. Because they have lots of movies available. They have lots of movies available. Most of them are garbage. Yeah, mm-hmm. they seem to pick and up then the there's a, of like Netflix and, and stuff. then there's a few yeah. good ones, and you pay for those. And you pay for those, yeah, because they're, they're the first yeah. runs, yeah. It, it could be that Amazon has some political problems. Yeah, I mean, they have the good they, they have, they have the good uh, original series. They do? Yeah, like Good Omens. Oh, oh. oh, is that the topic for today? And you would think. I thought I, I'd just done such a good job of distracting us again. With ten minutes in. To yeah. talk about, you know, something that wasn't Good Omens. Yeah. Aren't you the one that wanted to talk about Good Omens? This is like your favorite book ever. It is my favorite book ever, but it doesn't mean I wanted to talk about it. What? Your idea to do this show. No, you said let's do this show. All right. Because I assumed you wanted to. You know to. what my idea was? My idea was let's not do four episodes of D&D. Oh, for God's sake. That was my idea. Oh. You know what? I'm going to go get myself some call. We're going to do we that. We are never going to hear Trampled we're doing, over We're doing another session right now. Trampled over. Okay. Right. Get back in the staircase cliffs. Oh, in Rich's No, because you had suggested that it would be good to do an episode on Good Omens because you had read the book, but I had not read the book, but we've both seen the series. You should, you should quiz him. No. What I said was, once again, twisting my words to suit oh, your God's purposes. Sake. I said... Like the, like the Antichrist. It would be an interesting conversation because I read the book first and then saw the miniseries, and right. that you saw the miniseries first and then read the book. I haven't gotten to the second part of that yet. Yes, 
but that's so, no show. so you do acknowledge in that statement that that was what I actually said. That might have been what you said. I remember that there was the main point was that there was a difference between us in our knowledge of Good Omens the book versus Good Omens the series. That was not the point and at that all. That would make for an the, interesting. The whole point of the point was. Was this a text? Because I could scroll through my text and find this. The whole. It's a shame these conversations aren't recorded in some sort of yeah. audio format that you it, can just go right. back and check. They're but, basically getting them now. The whole point was to talk about the way in which we consume media and whether it matters if you do the book mm-hmm. before the miniseries or vice versa. Okay, okay you never we can't said have that about conversation. The, you never said anything about the media. So now you're denying things I've said, which means the other stuff you agree I said, which means we agreed that I you have, would read I, the book. There is no memory of talking about... Yeah, but at your age, memory's not so good. You're older than me. It's true. Which one of us remembers podcasts better? That's because you listen to them. <laughs> All right. Should we talk about Good Omens? I don't know. Apparently you don't want to. So. No, I'm excited to talk about Good really? Omens. Really? Because it feels like you aren't. No, you just you seem upset now. So as a lifelong fan of the book, yes. do you think the limited series did <laughs> justice to the original novel? Well, how do you feel about somebody who watched the series and didn't read the book? Oh, we can't really have a conversation about that because there's nowhere to go with it. What did I think? Yes. It took me about, honestly, it took me about 25 minutes into the first episode to shake the Hamilton problem, which is like, canon is is like golden. Like, that canon must be respected. Okay, that is not my problem. You're very canonical. I am not. Provide evidence of said canonicalness. (laughs) Okay, so here's my take, is that the parts that mimicked the book, I prefer the book. I think it's funnier written okay. than it is on the screen. So you hated the miniseries? Not at all. I really even enjoyed the, the miniseries. Doing, even with the, the it, kind of tough five When was the book yeah. written? I don't know. I don't know, 1980s? I, that, I, that was my sense, but I was like, is it that? And by the that? way, I love Terry Pratchett. If you have not read Terry Pratchett, I know Patrick hasn't. I have not. You I have not. should read his Discworld uh, stuff. It's, you were close. 1990 is the original copyright. So read... Harry Pratchett's Discworld stuff. It is really, really... I have heard a lot about Discworld. It's high-quality stuff. Listen, it's you've been funny, telling me to read Good smart. Omens for years. And you still haven't read it. But I, I just bought it. So that should give you a sense of how long it's going to take me to read it. Yeah. Because now is, I've seen the miniseries. There's a number of video games based off of Discworld now. Cool. I, but to get back to Good Omens... Yes. yes. <laughs> it's one of my all-time favorite books. I it's thought you said funny. it was your all-time it's favorite It's smart. I don't know. Grapes of Wrath, Good Omens. Really? Like, how do you Grapes pick one or the other? I like the G's. Maybe. Maybe so. So, um, I don't even know what my point was at this point. Uh, you, the, the parts book. where it mimicked the book, you liked the book better. I, th- I thought it was funnier written than it was delivered as dialogue sometimes. Okay. Once I got past the first 20 minutes, and I accepted that like it wasn't the book, but mm-hmm. it was an interpretation of, I really enjoyed it. Um, Tenet and uh, Sheen are brilliant. Yeah, I thought like, they were great. And Ever since Jessica Jones season one, like, because I didn't really watch a lot of Doctor Who, for example. Right, I, but you would think you watched it for right, like whatever the show we did. Whatever David Tennant does, like, I want to watch because yeah. he's he's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought Sheen was even better. Really, I loved his Aziraphale. I thought Sheen's loved was more it. subtle. I think yes. she, I think Tennant yeah. had a much more over the top character to play. Right, I, I agree, uh, and I I I just yeah, Sheen's so Sheen had a subtlety to it that was, and in a way. 
I, it felt like one that embodied my reading of the book more than Tenet, which is not okay. to say Tenet was bad, right? But that that um, that might have shaped the way I thought about it. But I thought I thought Sheen was really good. Yeah, I, re- I mean, I, not having read the book, I I I liked both him and Tenet. Yeah. Uh, the I relationship mean, she, in their... That's one of the things I really liked was their relationship and, and the yeah. way in which that they... I don't know if they were trying to go so far as... And I don't know if this is in the book either in terms of if they're supposed to be sort of a homosexual relationship between them. But it is clear that these are two people that love... Two men that love each other. Yeah. Um... Even even if it's just in a platonic sense, right? That and I really like the way that that built up over yeah. the series. That but, these clearly two people that just right. quite simply love each other, but they can't, or they're not supposed yeah, to, they, right? Or the act. And so it is this forbidden love. Yeah, kind and of I story wasn't sure like how much told. how much are we supposed to read like a like an actual physical attraction or romantic love yeah. between them, or just sort of a more homosocial you know, platonic sort of relationship. Like, they're they're more family yeah. than anything else. To me, the book reads like family. Does it? Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah. I wasn't sure. Because um, I would say that's the it's way... Interesting. It's interesting. The movie read more like family to me, I would too, say so, but, too. And I wasn't... Like, that, an, that seemed to be as an, far as it was going, but I wasn't sure if I'm like, are they watering down that something in the book? No. No, I don't think so. And if anything, I think you're reading as a, as a product of not having looked at the book, but watching it on the screen. Okay. And, and thinking about it in 2019... Yeah, as opposed to nineteen ninety. Yeah, I was. I mean, again, I because I just, I really liked the relationship between the two of them. Yeah, um, and the way in which, particularly in the later episodes, they clearly care deeply for each other. Right. Um, it, it works as kind of like a buddy picture, in a sense. Yeah, in a way, but, like it's a. But even some, there, there seem to be something even deeper than your typical, you know, buddy film. Um, but yeah, like I, I really like. I thought the dynamic between them. Yeah, um, I found it really interesting for the ways in which yeah. that that even if that it, I guess you could read it as a more um, romantic relationship if you wanted to, but, but it also works very much just as these are two people that clearly have a deep caring yeah. for each other. Well, the, to, to me, it's interesting. So one of my favorite buddy pictures is Midnight Run. Never seen it. That's so good. You should see that movie at some point in your life. And it's De Niro and it's Charles Grodin. I'll get to it after I read the book you told me to read. Yeah, so you're never going to get there. But in a way, they kind of fall <laughs> in love with each now, other. Although not, on your you deathbed, know, you've been watching it. I remember them talking about Midnight Run and either I love the 70s or I love the 80s. 80s. Is it 80s? It is a, it is a, a really spectacularly good buddy movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that you're going to pay attention to anything I suggest. I understand. No, I so. bought the book. Yeah. So my advice to you always was just buy the book. No, but I'm taking steps mm. towards fulfilling your advice. Baby steps. It's been like 13 years. I bought the book. Another 13. We I was going to read the book before we did the show, but you said the whole point was to not read the book. Except you just agreed that that's not what I said. I thought that was what you said. We were going to swap the order in which we did that. Yeah, see, so I thought it was more about... that you will have read the book and seen the show. I will not have read the book and seen the show, yeah. and we can talk about the show. But what if you had done one first and the other, and I had done the opposite? That would be much more interesting. That would work too, but I yeah. wasn't aware that that was what we had planned. No, apparently... A lot of miscommunication what happens, is today. Well, what happens is I speak and then Rich and Patrick just hear what they want to hear. I, I did do pretty well. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and hearing what you wanted to hear. You're somewhat expert at that. But you've learned at the, the knee of the master. What? What? Patrick has tutored you. I don't think that's oh. true. In the selective listening Tutor skills. Tutor seems more active. I feel like I've just, he's sort of learned by osmosis. Yeah, 
it's just permeated. More Not like that that's a, what I do, but that he's apprentice. learned that from osmosis. Like an apprentice in D and D. You good e- good omens. Good emens. Emens. Good em- good demons. Good emens. <laughs> so I like that God was a woman. Is that in the book? Think of God as gendered in the book. I haven't okay. read the book for quite some time. Okay. Um, that got some some criticism on the Twitter. Oh, did that? I know there was some criticism about Adam and Eve being black at the beginning. Right. Yes. I think between Ooh. Adam and Eve being black and God being a woman, yeah. people were saying, like, I gave up on this, like, after five minutes. Yeah. What was uh, what was Gaiman's so response to that? that she was, I believe she was what... woman or that she was gendered at all? Do you have it? Because I was going to look it up. Oh, uh, you should look it up. I do not have it. You act as if I've got notes for this show. But his response was it, along the lines of sometimes a really bad review is the best yeah, yeah, review yeah, yeah, you can yeah, get. Yeah, here it is, yeah. 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 Uh, like, you would, definitely when people turns. like that hate your, your show, it's like, that's a good sign. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's when people who proclaim themselves as, quote, white supremacists turn off good omens after the first few minutes and then come on Twitter to tell me off that I think sometimes a negative review is a marvelous and heartwarming thing. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you can only be happy with bad reviews. Yeah. Oh, by the way, one of my favorite things about the series, six episodes. As opposed to... As Twelve opposed to or thirteen oh. or the... Or the, two hours. Right, or the right the overstuffed Netflix approach or the understuffed Dark Phoenix approach. What's the length of the one hour? They yeah, they'll, they'll run about an hour. They're basically 50, like 50 minutes, yeah. 50 to, an, so, 50 yeah, to 60 minutes. So, yeah, two miniseries. Yeah, and like... You haven't done that. You don't happen that often nowadays, yeah. They go very long. Right. One of the ways, right, they're, like on the Netflix stuff, I always feel like there's they could cut three episodes yeah. of run time. They and, did cut... Iron Fist was only like ten this year, I think. Yeah, he should be like Only three. like ten. They yeah. cut it down to ten. Which is smarter. Um, and it was definitely a tighter series. I don't know how many episodes Jessica Jones season three, which comes out today, is. Uh, one of the biggest divergences with the book is the ending. Oh, I wondered about that. So the book kind of ends with Adam, like, reimagining the world. Right. And the, it just, you know, like, we go on to the next day. You don't get the trials of okay. the angel and the demon. Damn. It almost felt to me like they were setting... Is there, there going to be a second season? Yes. Really? Uh, at least according to Google, there seems to be a lot of talk about it. Because... Well, there's the, talk about it. That yeah, there's going yeah, to be okay. one. Yeah, Fair the, enough. The Go book ahead. does not set up... I wonder about that particularly a in terms sequel of the, in that the, way. Bit, the bit at the end where Adam still has his abilities, apparently. Yeah. In the miniseries, it's like, how? Yeah. Is no, he, he should have lost his abilities. Yeah, that was, I was like, that's interesting. And, but, you know, like the, the trial of Crowley and like putting him in a bathtub full of... Holy water. Holy water. Uh, and the, the trial of, of Zerafel. It's not there. And oh, that's interesting. And to me, it it was interesting, and it clearly seemed to be setting up a sequel to me, like where, where they end and they say, like that wasn't the big one. Yeah. The big one will be humanity taking on mm. heaven and hell. Yeah. Which was you know if if you didn't quit with the black Adam and Eve, the idea that humanity needs to go to war with mm. organized religion. Yeah. Is probably, you probably quit at the end. So would the sequel be called, question, if there is a sequel, yeah, would it be called Good Omens 2? No. Or would it be called Gooder Omens? I was going to say Better Omens. I like Gooder Omens. Gooder Omens. So yeah, according to news... Um, according to news. <laughs> well, according to BBC. <laughs> according to news. 
Um, That's awesome. Neil Gaiman said that him and Terry had always planned on a sequel, so they never made it in the book. Yeah. Um, and so that's possible, though there's nothing that's been actually Interesting. Like, announced or whatever. Yeah. It felt to me like it was working at the end to set up a sequel. To set something. It could be. I'd be surprised. I mean, I wonder. I guess it would, for me, it would depend on how much of if they did originally intend to write a second book. Yeah. How much of that did they get done together? Because I think Gaiman right. said he only did this because Pratchett told him he wanted him to. Yeah. You know, make it into a mini series. But it, it felt yeah, like yeah, they said they plotted a sequel, so there may not have been any actual. Okay. But they like plotted the, it. But they might. Right? So, so right? they have yeah. this. They have the the plot. They're yeah, ready. Well, that might be. About where the I'd be, surpri- I'd be surprised. Hmm. I'd be surprised if if there was if they if if Gaiman had never done had any yeah. discussion of a sequel with Pratchett. Yeah. I'd be shocked if there was a sequel. But he seems pretty invested in the miniseries. Oh, he does. Well, I mean, he wrote and... Right, right. And, like, like it's a very hands-on project. But I think he mentioned... I think I read somewhere he said that, that they only did the miniseries because Pratchett said... Right. ...that he wanted him to, like... Right. ...keep doing this. Right. No, I, I agree with that, but he could have handed it off to people to do. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it, like, like it feels right, very hands on. It feels very yeah. personal to him. I just it, it felt like a sequel was coming to me. Mm, okay. And when I read the book, I didn't feel that way. Yeah. Like the book, I think has a really satisfying ending. Yeah. But I would be totally in. Like I would love to see what he would do with a second. You'd like with, to see gooder omens with a gooder omens. But, you know, can we trust the news? Is the news a good source? I don't know. I'm not sure. According to facts. Yeah. <laughs> according to news. According to Steve the man According to outside. stuff. Yeah. According yeah. to things. Yeah. Well, news told me. Yeah. According to my opinions, yes, there will be a second season. It news. will be slightly better than the first. Good old yeah. news. <laughs> she does a good job, yeah. news does. So yeah. overall, how faithful would you say the miniseries was to the book? Fairly faithful. Okay. The ending, though, is a big... Big difference. A big difference. For the most part, um, to me, Gabriel... I don't remember Gabriel having nearly as big a role okay. in the book, but that, I think that's kind of a function of, hey, John Hamm will be in this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and it's why like, not? Yeah. And yeah. he was great. I love John Hamm. Like, his Gabriel was... Yes, he was... Yeah, he was really good in that. And way. actually, the other angels that he would hang around with... It's kind of who angels might be. Yeah. You know, it's just, I, I love, I've always loved Pratchett's imagination about, like, yeah. like what it would be like to be an angel or a god. Yeah, like the day-to-day. Um, yeah, like, like, and demons. Yeah. And I guess there would be a, a Crowley and an Aziraphale that were, like, it's more complicated than yeah. some ineffable plan that will happen no matter what, and good will inevitably triumph. Or, yeah. Yeah. So I... That part, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was it was faithful enough okay. that it felt not surprising. Like Neil Gaiman cared about the material. Yeah, it was creative enough that it wasn't like a step by step, paint by number, okay, um, facsimile, okay, of the book. And so watching it, there certainly were twists. And well, you even think that, like, it was one of the things I kind of wondered. You know, not having read the book. Um, oh, you haven't read the book? No, I haven't read the book. Yeah, you should. I'm kind of thinking about like. The book's written in 1990. Yeah. The movie is in 2019 and basically seemed set in 2019. Yeah. And so I just kind of wondered, like, so, like, like when, what, when, um, 
uh, what was it? Uh, Crowley at one point talks about how like, he messed up the Wi-Fi or the the cellular network or something. Is right. what I'm saying. It's like, well, did that happen in the book? Or I don't think so. Is that kind of a modern? But the M25, the road around London. What was that? The M25. Like oh the, yeah. That quote that that's from the book. Oh yeah, I figured that. So so. They updated it, I think, in some That's what ways. I kind of like, wonder. Like, what, the, what was updated? I guess the end times are... Like, yeah. Now they're you, always the same. Now, my other question end. is, you, historically... Don't like kid actors. Don't like kid actors. And this has a yeah. lot of kid actors. Yeah, and Adam so reminds me of Good Omens... Or not Good Omens, of um, Stranger Things. Oh! Like, you could take Adam and drop yeah. him right into that D&D group. Yeah. And he would totally fit. You could fit almost all of those kids. Actually, in no, that's things. true. All their kids of them are all could, kind of. I hadn't thought about it until you mentioned, but they're all very strange. He's things. got the Stranger Things look to him too. I yeah, mean, he does. Something well, it's, about it's, it's, it's the permed hair. Yeah, I guess it is the hair. Maybe it's the permed hair that does. Um, I didn't love the kids because I don't love kid actors, but they weren't awful. Okay, wow, that's that's high praise for it's you. It's about as good as to, it's going to get. Yeah, they weren't awful. Yeah. Yeah. So, they were fine. Okay. Um, I thought Newton Pulsifer was good. Newton Pulsifer. He was the guy that joined the Witchfinder army. That's oh, him, right? I totally forgot his name because I just remembered his yeah. Pulsifer. Yeah, and Anathema. Okay, I really liked Anathema. In the show? I didn't need the background, like the sitting in California or whatever in the house being instructed by her mom to read the cards and figure out what was going on. Is that not in the book? I don't think so. Oh, okay. You don't need that. Like, all you need is her in the cottage. Yeah. Setting up shop to do the... Well, but you did. I, maybe they needed. They felt they needed something more visual, visual, Possibly. to connect her to yeah, the, that legacy. Whereas you could just say that in the book. That's fair enough. And then I thought Michael McKean as Shadwell. Yeah, I just like Michael McKean. Yeah, I kind of figured I was like Michael McKean's still around. Was he Lenny Ouch. or Squiggy? Uh, he was Lenny. Okay, Squiggy was the short one with the dark. That's hair. right. I just I'm like Lenny's still around. Well, he was also great in Spinal Tap. That's true. Yeah, you know? that's right. Wait, you've seen Spinal Tap? I've seen some of Spinal Tap. How much Spinal Tap have you seen? I don't recall because we watched it one time in high school at oh, a friend's house. It was at a theater party. Yes, and that was it. Was well, it was a Some group of sort. us that were in theater that got to like we just it was just my uh, friends, my theater. Yeah, to everybody friends. else, that's th- that's a theater party. It wasn't a party. It was just a group of us that we got together and watched movies. That's how most people imagine a theater party. No, I think they imagine something much more sordid. Really? Yeah. So describe your most sordid theater that's party. My- High school experience. That's my point, is my theater high school experiences are not sorted in any way whatsoever. So that, like, the most sorted one was half-watching Spinal Tap. No, 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 no. The most sorted one was when we were getting together at my house. Uh-huh. Um, and so we were renting a couple movies, and we were at the video store, and everyone was like, oh, let's get Animal House. And I'm like, guys, we can't get Animal House. Okay. My parents are going to be at the house. That's a little bit too raunchy. So we got Monty Python's Mean of Life. Hmm. Which I don't know if you've seen me. I've life. not, but I'm gonna guess it's got a good launch. Oh yeah, it's not launch at all. Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure my dad came out during the "Every Sperm Is Sacred" song. I'm like, oh, fantastic. So that that was the most sorted. That the, was the most. Yeah, that was the party that got. Oh no! Then my parents just went. My dad just went back. You know. I see. I imagine like heavy drinking in you in your general holiday costume. No. Galloping about. Number one, I didn't Galloping. get the, Yeah. Well, it's a costume that includes a horse. It, okay. So it looks as if he's mounted okay. the horse as he walks around. Okay. Can I make it clear once again? Yes. It's not a horse. It is frickin' Rudolph. 
Is that a horse? Okay, a deer. It's reindeer. It's so you Rudolph. feel better having mounted a deer than mounted a horse? Oh, it's, it's a holiday theme. I'm riding Rudolph. Well, you're General Holiday. I think if, you're, if your name is General Holiday. Yeah, but I'm riding a Rudolph. Wait, are you actually General Holiday? I thought I, I thought I always got that wrong. It's General Holiday. Uh, Corporal Christmas? You are usually do Captain Christmas is what Captain you Captain Christmas? Yeah, you're forgetting your shtick. It's probably because we've done so many D&D episodes that you've forgotten how you do it. General stuff. Holiday is a leader of, you know, Christmas men. Leader of men. Leader of, yeah. Leader of elves. Leader of elves. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, if we get a picture of that and put it up to advertise the web, no. on the web for the podcast. I believe I have the pictures of that. I've seen pictures I of it. I have. I believe I have them. That's right. They are under my control. For now. Exactly. So. You give me access to that material. I'll give you access to my childhood material and we'll do a show <laughs> where we psychoanalyze the other guy. You realize I already have access to your childhood stuff since it's now in my basement. It is true. Mm-hmm. It's not the best offer I've ever I made. Feel, yeah, I, that's kind of an empty offer. Yeah. Basically give me in exchange for what I have already given you the stuff that I really, really want. Yes. Yes, indeed. Which would make you the Crowley of our little dynamic. I don't know. Like, would you rather be Azarafel or would you rather be Crowley? Crowley? I don't know. Yeah, I, I kind of wonder about this. Like, which is which? Because of the two of us, you are are more devout in your religion than I am. In that, I am not at all devout in my religion. But neither of them are devout. I would yeah, say but Azarafel is sort of more still invested in his. Well, he he pretends that he is. I think. Really, I don't think. I, didn't I think, think was Crowley is trying to convince him the whole time that he's not who he thinks he is. Well, that's true. Yeah. Right, that Crowley th- sees Aziraphale as a guy who thinks he's an angel. Yeah. Or wants to think he's an angel, He'll... but knows he knows he's not. He eats all the time. Yes. He's overweight. You know, the the used bookshop is totally a vanity project. I do like the scene when um, Gabriel and the other guy come to the bookshop. Just buying their porn? Just buy, yes. We're here to buy pornography. We can't do it in front of you all, so we're going to go to the back room, yes, buy our pornography. Yeah, they're clearly trying to be, you know, unobtrusive and just being in a very obtrusive way, because they, right. they don't really understand humans. But, I mean... Or they, care to understand humans. They constantly say that Crowley's gone native. Yes. But Aziraphale has, too. He has, yeah. He just... He won't acknowledge it in the same way. Yeah. I mean, Crowley has, em- has embraced the world in a way in which... Aziraphale has but won't admit to himself. Yeah, yeah. Because Crowley's got his car, Aziraphale's got his, you know, fancy food. And his books. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, like, I I think that's hard to say. Who's Crowley and who's... Yeah. Who's Aziraphale? Because in many ways, I think the point is at the end, they've always been kind of the same. Yeah. Which yeah, is a really depressing conclusion for the two of us. Like, if we're like, which one's which? It turns out we're just the same I'm as each other. I'm pretty sure most people would say exactly that. Yeah. That we're pretty much the same. But maybe that makes me a Zeraphel, because I will not acknowledge that. I see you going native much more overtly. Hmm. I see Patrick. Patrick's going, more native? Yeah, I see him going Oh, I see him going native more overtly. So he embraces it. Yeah. Like with his Lego collection? Yeah. Like, is that what you mean? And his shirts. Like, you'll wear, you know, the, like, kind of darker the, shirt that won't have, like, the... You mean the... Does it got to look like it? But the I mean, it's plain not, gray expanse? Or wait, what is on no, that shirt? Spider-Man. But it's, it's blended in more. His is bright blue with, I don't know what on. It's, uh, my bam... Whip yeah. and Snick shirt. But on the other hand, Crowley always dresses in dark colors, and Aziraphale dresses that's, in that's what I'm saying. Right, colors. I'm saying you both go native, but, like, 
he's just more obvious. Yeah, fashion-wise, though, that would make him a Xerophale, but mm. pop culture consumption-wise, it would make him Crowley. I don't know. Yeah, perhaps it is not a, a good metaphor for us. Well, maybe you're both, and I'm John Hamm. You're not John Hamm. <laughs> it's a possibility. Let's, no, we've no. El- We've eliminated that I'm Crowley or Xerophale, so right, it leaves me John Hamm. You, maybe, you're, maybe, you're, maybe you're Pulsifer. You, you are... I might be Pulsifer, Pulsifer actually. or maybe you're Adam Young. No. No? <laughs> Rich would be like, Rich is Adam Young, but without the power to change anything meaningful. Well, except for four episodes. I was going to say, he can post episodes, <laughs> which actually might be a sign of the end times. Mm. Is that, would you look that up? Is, you know, even more mashed up does four D&D episodes. Is that a sign of the end times? It's five. Five? What? No, 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 no. If we do five, it's the end times. Okay, so we must stop. Oh, yeah. no. Right. Okay. Oh, look at the sad look on his face. Yeah. So I, I like how you panicked so when be, I said five. There's nobody else, five episodes. Like, there's five. I was like, you got another? Let me be clear. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun. Terrible podcast. Have you listened to any of the podcasts? I I drove no. eight and a half hours, and I'm like, I'm going to listen to D&D 1, and I couldn't pull the trigger on it. <laughs> what are you scared of? I was actually listening to, like, Southern Virginia, Tennessee. <laughs> you wouldn't even wow. listen. AM radio. Oh, geez, that's bad. Yeah, it turns out a lot of ads about meth, opioid, like and alcohol it? addiction. No, oh, I'm getting okay. help. Yeah. They're, they're actually trying to get okay. help. You do not much. You do not think much of Southerners. You said you? ads for meth. I'm like, when you say ads for meth, and so you think you think in the South they're running pro meth ads. <laughs> I would, it wouldn't shock me. Trump's your president. It's not going to get any better. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the South is fine with Trump as president. Yeah. Smoke it up. Smoke it up. Anyhow, good omens. Good omens. So one thing that confused me that that maybe wasn't explained in the book. Yeah. Why uh, the the original Pulsifers? Why are they named Thou Shall Not Commit Adultery Pulsifer? I, th- I don't know that it's explained any better. I mean, it's obviously I th- coming from the Ten Commandments, but I was like, I, like it was a weird thing that, that I never understood. Well, I think it's it's to suggest the deep religiosity okay. of the witch finders okay. and the army that, that that is, of course, all pretense. Right. Right. That, that again, it's, it's poking at kind of the hollowness of yeah. the religion because he will not commit adultery, but he'll take people who are completely innocent people and... Tie them to the stake and burn them. And burn them, yeah. Yeah, like so. I think I think that's the point. Like, is yeah. is driving home the hypocrisy of okay. the 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 super religious. Okay. Yeah, I was really kind of like what they say and what they something do. Like that, or like, yeah. is there an explanation? I was kind of, that was one of the things. I was like, is there like an explanation? We don't get a. I don't remember there being a ton of like biographical detail. Okay. On thou shalt not commit adultery. Okay. Also for the witch having all of the uh, gunpowder under her dress. Yeah, I like that. It's spectacular. Yeah, I'm surprised no one's thought of that before. Hiding gunpowder on a dress? Yeah, when you know you're going to be burned at the stake. Ah. It's a very it's a very specific situation that you've concocted. No, there. I mean in like, you know, in I mean it's one of the, well, cause it's one of the things that I that I liked about good omens yeah. is and that I generally I, mean, I haven't read Pratchett, but in terms of uh, having read Gaiman, oh. Uh, you must read Discworld. Don't stuff. tell me what to do. I'm my own man. Um Oof. God knows that's true. That's true. On we so have a conversation levels. on pausing Take on the D and D. He authorizes complete release. I authorize nothing. All right, so go on. You were saying um, that, that it's one of the things that I appreciated that there were a lot of moments that were clever. Yes. 
and that I think in the hands of another writer might have been overemphasized as clever. The book is even cleverer. Because I like, you know, the moment, you know, like, the first time it's we cleverer see cleverer than the mo- than yeah. the miniseries when we see modern day Pulsifer. Yeah. And you know, like the one thing we know about him at the beginning is like the constantly blowing up computers. I'm like, yeah. well, that's clearly going to be important later. Yeah. Um, and then obviously it shows up. Like the moment they went into the 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 missile room, I'm like, oh, yeah. he's going to blow up the computer. Yeah. Um, but I I appreciate. I was like, yeah, and and that's exactly what happened. And and the way it was written, it was kind of like you knew that was coming. Yeah. But it wasn't in a way that like, Gaiman was kind of trying to emphasize like how clever he was for thinking of that. Right. Agreed. Um, that because that was one. Of, there, there are a couple other like oh, and well, in the trial scene, um, particularly with the line of like oh, make sure you have the right face on. Yeah, I was like, okay, well, clearly they've switched. Like that's yeah. obviously a Zerfell is Crowley and Crowley is a Zerfell. Right. Which is exactly what happened. Yes, it is. Um, Spoiler alert for it, people who have not actually. Yeah, well, we've we've talked about everything. You, you we talked about the end of the show. Fair enough. Uh, well, we didn't really say what happened at the end of the show. So there were a lot of ways that, that like, you know, moments that were clever but didn't, like, display themselves as, as clever. Right. Because um, that was one of the things I kind of expected because there was that moment at the beginning with the three babies. Right. When it said, you know, when the the, the one baby's wheeled it off and, and they're like, oh, you know, I wish I could tell you that they did something different with that one baby. Yeah. I'm like, oh, third baby's coming back. Like, I, I kind of expected that Adam Young was not actually going to be the Antichrist either. Yeah. It was going to be third baby. And then I was like, oh, no, they did just apparently kill the third baby. And, and in a way, that's the beauty of the, like, the three-card Monty yeah. example they're using. In a way, like, they... they they're tricking you with the third baby. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I come from because that. I was you're, like, well, clearly something's going to happen because with the third you, baby. Because you fancy yourself a very clever person. Yes. You fancy yourself somebody who sees all of the things that are being planted early mm-hmm. to come to fruition later. I generally expect them to, yes. And they did a twist and they got you, is what you're saying. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, I'm, I would, I was kind of expecting, I was like, well, something's going to go on with that third baby. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess not. I guess they just killed that third baby. What was the use of that baby? I know. I, I was guess, like, that, you know? that, that seems like that baby was, was kind of not important. Yeah. Maybe he'll be important in the sequel. Good Romans. Good Romans. That, it, it, you're selling me on the title. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, not having read the book and so not really having, you know, that to compare the miniseries to, I really enjoyed the miniseries. I, I thought I, I thought it got better as it went along. I, 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 you know, the one thing, I guess the one thing... Uh, here come the complaints. Yeah, the I mean, the one complaint I would have is that yeah. I felt like the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse didn't really do much. You know, as you say that, I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, like, they were not, I was like, eh, they don't really feel like they're adding a whole heck of a lot to it. Yeah, and the motorcycle ride, like, comes with such epic proportions in the book. Yeah. Like, it's written in such epic way, and yet it's like four dudes on motorcycles. Right. For did like 50 it, did miles. That it, it works better. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, like I, the, 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 I stuff, the stuff with the Four Horsemen generally felt a little flat to me. Was part of that casting? Do you think? Yeah, it could be. I, I just, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah. The delivery guy, on the other hand, was just about right. Yeah, I like the delivery guy. <laughs> he was uh, doing it how it's supposed to be done. Yeah, and that was one that I did, like, the whole fact that, that he was going to have to kill himself to make his final delivery. Yeah. Like, that was kind of shot. I was like, oh, I did not see that coming. That's how one delivers to death. I, I guess so, yeah. yeah. But yet, death talked to a bunch of people at the end that were still alive. 
Well, and in the Discworld series, Death and his daughter, who takes over when... Sorry. Wow. Yeah. They, they, interact with, they, they interact with living people all the time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No. But yeah, no, I really enjoy... I mean, I love David Tennant. I'm not familiar with Michael Sheen, but I re- like, like you said... I've his, seen him in a bunch of his stuff. His Aziraphale was really good. Yeah. 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 Um, I thought all of the main characters were really... Yeah, it took me a while. Like when when Young Pulsiver first showed up, I'm like, "Is that is that Jack Whitehall?" And I see him on. Uh, Am I supposed to know Jack Whitehall? Well, I see him on. He's on Graham Norton all the time. Yeah, and he's hilarious on Graham Norton. Yeah. Um, he was actually just the guest host. Yeah, I don't watch Graham Norton. So. I, I just watch it on YouTube, like the yeah. the clips and stuff. They had a great moment where um, he was the guest host. They have a scene on Graham Norton where like people from the audience can sit in the in a chair. And talk to the guests, and then, like, they pull a lever to, to, like, toss them away in the chair. Yeah. Um, and so this woman gets on there, and Jack Whitehall is the guest host. He's like, yeah, you know, well, I was actually in the, the, the chair several years ago, and I told what I thought was a really funny story about my daughter, but one of the guests on the show thought it was a terrible story and told me that, like, Jack Whitehall is looking at, you know, the four guests on the couch. And he's yeah. like, ooh, which one of it is you? Ooh, which one of it is you? Yeah. Um, and she starts going on with details, and Jack Whitehall's like, oh, God, it's me. Because, um, yeah, he's, he's got that. There's a great clip of when he's on... I um, follow that story. That, it's a great story when you watch him actually tell it. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> there's also yeah. one when, he, when he's on with McAvoy and Jennifer Lawrence. You do realize we're making a podcast, though, where this is supposed to be interesting, too. Yeah. He's on a pod. He was a, a, go on to Jack Whitehall and ignore the podcast. Yeah. Well, he's on an ep- He's on there with Jack. With you should see the one with Jennifer Lawrence. Funnier than us. It's funny. Yeah. Jack Whitehall is very funny. So for a second, I was like, it, it was like, is that him? So I had to look it up. I was like, okay, it is him because I like, yeah. it kind of looked like him. Yeah. Uh, and then yeah, I really liked the actress who played um, Anathema. Yeah. I thought she was really good. I thought she was really like. They were all pretty good. A couple yeah. of the demons were a little overdone for me. Yeah, Haster was a bit much for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But other than, and, and, yeah, but the main cast I thought was all done really well. And Agreed. I liked the dog. Yeah, of course you did. I like the dog that showed up. That, that I'm not a big, like, animals in movies, but... But I enjoy that. I, 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 I think like I understand... Yeah. I think I understood it correctly that when they went into... Too many into... Benji movies when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, Benji movies. You remember The Return of Benji? You did not like Benji movies. I loved Benji movies. Uh, Man, I, like, there were so many of those bad I had dog movies. At least movies. one of them yeah. I had the novelization. Yeah, Lassie. Oh. Rin Tin Tin. I never cared for Lassie or Rin. I liked Benji. We should, we should do an episode on I just famous liked, animal actors. I just liked Benji. Silver. Why? I don't know. I just like. Why would you like movies. Benji? I don't know. I just liked him. He was of kind all? of the most nondescript of all of them. I yeah, it was a short little yippy dog. Yeah. Yeah. I like like the least likely to survive. Yeah. Of all the like, animals, and the, dude, and the, don't trash Benji. And the dog that people <laughs> would least care if it survived yeah. or not. Like Lassie, Winton Tin. These were least like German Shepherds or like. Uh, and heroic. Yeah. You know. Benji was heroic. What uh-huh. did Benji do that was heroic? I don't remember. All I remember is like Benji would get lost and they'd wander around and he'd be back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he would have adventures and do stuff. I you know, I remember my parents taking me to see Benji at like a drive-in or something. Oh, no, oh, I watched Benji on the no. TV. I never went to an actual theater to see a Benji I, movie. Well, when were Benji movies made? Oh, oh like the 70s and 80s. Yeah, so I... I, I never seen them on the TV when I was a kid. Yeah. Benji movie, 1974. Yeah, so yeah, I was so one. I was, I was a little kid. I was five, six, when I went to see Benji. Oh, oh I'm looking at these ads for Benji, and I'm literally... 
feeling nauseous. Uh-huh. Just makes me want to. Should we go back to talking about good omens? Just that's makes what the show me is about? makes me want to throw up. Yes, but it's, so quite, I think it's the most kickable dog I've ever seen. If I, I understand like dogs. correctly, <laughs> did I understand the, the the series correctly that when the dog went into Anathema's house? That whatever wards she had set up, like, burned the hellhound out of him? Oh, in the book, um, the the dog's transformation is deeper and bigger than They that. mentioned that in the show, yeah. and then it's, like, then, like, that... I think that it was, I, to me, that was just them trying to show and remind that this okay. transformation was happening. Okay. But it's, it, the book's really interesting, like, because I think you hear the dog's thoughts. Oh, interesting. As it, like, is transitioning. Oh. You know, like, I'm supposed to be this, and, you know... Yeah, I thought that, I mean, they mentioned something about, like, that that changing the dog into that kind of changed the hellhound. Yeah. And then it's mentioned something about, like, stuff being burned out of it when it went into a nap's house. I'm like, okay, so now it's just a dog. Yeah. I also like the fact that the dog's name is Dog. Why? Because I had a stuffed puppy that my mom got me when I was seven for Valentine's Day that I still have to this day. Yeah. Whose name is Puppy. Bobby well, has Bobby actually has a puppy too. Like, like a neighbor come, gave I, him I a puppy. Like, I was like, I'll come up with a better name at some point. Yeah, and then I never did. When we were going and through so the storage locker, puppy. we came across Bobby's stuffed animal given to him when he was probably four or five yeah. by a neighbor right after we moved here. Or maybe he was three. That he just named Puppy. Yeah, it's still Puppy. Yeah, I it, have Puppy from when I was. Seven. It was like I think his most meaningful stuffed animal probably. Yeah, puppy, puppy. Well, Puppy. Puppy's had a rough life. I had major surgeries. Yeah, I had a great stuffed Sylvester the cat. Um, It was spectacular. No, because I would always take Puppy with me to my grandparents in California. I love that we're just doing dueling stuffed animals. And and they had had their dog, Misty, who was a nasty little dog, Chihuahua. Uh, Misty, Um, any dog named Misty number one, probably And so my grandfather always liked to take Puppy from me and give it to the dog. So Misty ripped off several of his legs that my mom then re-sewed on, as well as his ear on separate occasions. Why would somebody give away your most prized possession to a dog? I don't know. My grandpa just liked to do that, because I think he knew it upset me. (laughs) <laughs> wow, I messed up. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah, I was like, I don't know, it's just something my, it was like a running gag. We've talked about my, my Curious George stuffed animal, right? No. He had, he was posable, so he had like metal. Oh, yeah. And when we had stuffed animal wars, you didn't want that. No, like, when the other guy got the, the Curious George with the metal poking out of his yeah. arm, mm. that was the stuffed animal to be feared. Yes. Oh, mm. yeah. Yeah, like Snoopy comes across at you, and you're like, eh, whatever. Fine, you know, yeah. Snoopy's not going to do lifetime damage. Yeah, no. Curious George is going to stab you. Curious George? Snoopy, Snoopy won't stab you. Curious George will take your eye. Oh, Curious George will stab you. Hey, by the way, did we ever do an episode? We, we talked about doing comic strips, right? Newspaper comic strips, yeah. because yeah. I was at my parents' house, and they still get the newspaper. You mean for like the two days before you got Hamilton tickets? Yeah. And... um. <laughs> I was coming home the next morning anyway. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well, that makes me feel good. So, yeah. Um, I read comics again for the first time in like a decade. Uh, Mary Worth is still in the paper. Oh, yeah, they're still. Mary okay. Worth. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't know who Mary Worth is? Is no, she a character was... in Good Omens, which is the topic of this episode? I'm sorry, we should get back We're to Good Omens. talking about comics right now, okay? So, no, Mary so, Worth. No, so, <laughs> so what, what's your guess on the uh, Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, are we talking critics or audience or just overall? Both. Critics, I'm going to say, is relatively high. I'm going to say... the audience is 90-something. I'm going to say 80s for critics. That's too broad. you got to be more specific. I'll say 83. I'll that say 85, is, That's exactly right. Did you is look at these? No, I didn't actually. So, wait, I, so I'm going to say 85, 95. Audience, 95. Okay, I just told you it's 83, but you've chosen to go with 85. Well, no, he's saying, asking what audiences is. No, no, no. I was saying 85. No, he's, he's going to do both. Because oh. critics are 85 when I just I'm said they truthful. were 83. 
Because that's what I thought, 85. Okay, so what's your audience score? I'll say 95. Okay. Hmm. He's I think... I'm going to say he's not right, so there's a chance you could be closer. I'll yeah. say 93. To 91. Oh, dang, I was going to say 92. I thought, I thought the whole, like, fan, because you got, you know, Tay Pratchett, Neil Gaiman, and then the two lead actors. I thought See, the I was fans... worried that they might actually be, I was almost thinking it might be lower because of, of the fandom being like, oh, they're doing good omens. So I'm confused. It, I guess the certified fresh is just like the critics. yes or no, right? It's just the critics. But it's yes or no, because that's an 83. The average critic rating is a 7.1 out of 10. I think it's like over... That's what it says. Average rating, 7.1 out of 10. Tomato Mometer, 83%. Oh, that must be the 62 Fresh, 13 Rotten. Yeah. No, but that's... 62 Fresh, 18 Rotten? I think it is rotten. like that's... a no. I think it is like a check or something. Like I'm not sure how it works. Well, because they also certify it fresh, and then it's possible for more reviews to come in. Got it. Yep, that is actually it. They've gotten 62 Fresh and 13 Rotten, which okay. is, thir- which is, which is 83. 83%. Okay. And then it's... But it, the average rating is 7.1, which feels less fresh. Like, that feels barely fresh. Well, no, because if you're over... Is it over 50 and you're fresh or 60? I don't know, but it's it's 83%, yeah. but somehow the average rating is a 7.1. Well, that's the average rating, but fresh versus non-fresh reviews. So, but that, like, a 7.1 doesn't seem that good. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, the, for audiences, it's a 4.5 out of 5, which is, or a 91%. Yeah, it's really high. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm kind of, I, I was worried audiences might, particularly, like, the devout fans might feel like, to the extent, depending on how much they change stuff, though, they might feel... Right. Because, I mean, Good Omens has been around for so long... Right. We're only just getting now a miniseries. Maybe kind of wonder if, like, was there an, was there an issue? Kind of like when they did, you know, like, we didn't get the Watchmen movie for a long time. Right. Well, it's like Isaac Butler from Slate wrote about it. It feels like um, being told you're having fun rather than being allowed to have it. Oh. I don't really get that one. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel like... I'm just, I'm, I'm looking that at bad like reviews now. Phoenix almost more. Such archness, such ostentatious charm and so-called wit. It made me feel like I wanted to suck the sugar from my teeth. That's wow. the exact opposite of what you said. Also, like you were like, why do you want sugar in your teeth? Yeah, no, both of those, both of those comments are the exact opposite of what I said. And why would you leave sugar on your teeth if you could just suck it off? Why would you like? Yeah, why would you let it coat your teeth so much that you have to suck it off? Right. Well, but I think that's his point: is that it's so like over the top. That there's an excess of sugar. Yeah. Okay, how about Good Omens continues to have its special effects moments, but there aren't enough of them to overcome the basic tedium afflicting it. Oh, wow. Tedium? Yeah, like, the, the bad reviews are bad. I mean, I felt it, it, it did... I thought it got going in the second half of the series. Like, the, the I think the second yeah. episode... Because I really liked the first episode. And then I think this... Because there was a lot of Aziraphale and Crowley. Yeah. And then the second episode, I think, started bringing in, like, all of the other characters. Yeah. And so it felt a little bit like, oh, okay, this is a lot of, like, setting up Pulsifer and Anathema and, and all. exposition Yeah, stuff. it felt like, yeah. so I was like, okay, this feels a little bit, um, and then, you know, I can't remember if it was the, whichever episode was the one that kind of did Aziraphale and Crowley's past, I think that was maybe three or four. Yeah. That was the one where I think it started to hit its stride. That one was fascinating, because that's the one... Where the intro is usually like two minutes, yeah, and then you get the credits. And this one, like it hit the credits, 
and I it was like thirty minutes in. Yeah. Which was I I loved it. Yeah. It uh, sounds brilliant, but good performances from Sheen and Tenet aside, Good Omens is a disjointed slog. Really? With ugly special effects, useless peripheral characters, Ooh. and no palpable sense of urgency. Hmm. The bad reviews on here are Yeah, those are bad. bad. They almost seem like the... I mean, just because... Maybe they pulled the 7.1 down. I would assume so. These, I mean, these sound... Yeah. Yeah, no, those are it harsh. It seems just very excessive, because there's way worse stuff you could be looking at. Yeah, that last one came from The Stranger in Seattle. Mm. Just some stranger? Oh, no, that's the name of the magazine, apparently. His <laughs> yeah, name they, is They go Ned outside and they talk to some guy, and it's like, The Stranger in Seattle. Hey, has anybody seen news? I'd like to talk to news about <laughs> yeah. good omens. Yes. According I talked to, to news in the back alley I talked to news, and I talked to stranger. That seems good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, I mean... Yeah, I mean, that first review in particular is like the opposite of sort of how I felt about yeah, it. Yeah, like being told to have fun rather yeah, than allowed exactly. to have yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I don't feel that way. But this, this is, these reviews, and I will admit I'm looking at them for the very first time as, yeah. we're, as we're broadcasting or recording. Because we're professionals. Anyway, um, are shockingly harsh to me. Yeah, I, can see harsh. Where, I can see where people might be like, not the greatest thing I've ever seen. But yeah, no, that I mean, kind I, of like viscerally. Yeah, like I enjoyed it. It was perfectly good. I, I don't know that yeah, it was it, it was brilliant, but I enjoyed yeah. it. It was a fun it was little a lot show. of fun. Yeah, it was a fun little kind of you know summer sort of you know. Yeah. And I'll watch season two if there is a season two, if you can trust news. Yeah, I don't know if we can trust news. Um, seems very. I wouldn't trust news. I hear he's very fake these days. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. It's a fake news joke. Yeah, see, I closed the circle. You, you don't know how to close a circle. I do. You start. You don't know how to close. make a circle, much less close one. Yeah, so you go like yeah. that, and you go like that. I do it in half the time. Unbelievable. Half the time and not at all correct. Sounds like the Richard Baldwin story, except it's twice hey. the time. <laughs> except it's twice the time. I haven't done a Richard Baldwin story joke in a while. I know, because yeah, it's the second summer season. Taking a break, plus all those TNT episodes. <laughs> Wasn't really room for Richard Balaban jokes in the D&D episodes. Well, those w- were kind of just Richard Balaban jokes. Oh, that's harsh. Yeah, that is a little harsh. That's harsh, man. Did was, I tell you I had a lot yeah, of fun? I think it's a terrible podcast. Wrong. Yeah, he had a lot of fun that he wants no one to ever hear. Ooh, yeah. I found, I found he something. Only, he on, himself can't hear. No. I, he himself cannot. I could not bring myself to listen. <laughs> you, I'm like, you cannot... For, Look, once I once I'm on the you road, force the only to way to, to the it. only way to change it around, you know, is to take the phone, which I can't look at my phone while I'm driving. So, I, I'd have to commit to like, I was committing to like, you an could hour stop of that. On, end, on the side of the road and change. Oh, it. let's see, what's this? Apparently, fans like to ship Aziraphale and Crowley. Oh, of course, it's Tenon and well, Sheen. But that's all people do anymore is ship. Yeah. I don't know what uh, that this means. This is uh, from. You don't know what ship means. I know what it means. By oh. Christian Bowen. But I'm Bone saying like everybody the... gets shipped. Oh. This is uh, from Christian Bowen on WeGotThisCovered.com. Yeah. Um, the odd couple are clearly depicted as being in love with each other, and a lot of folks think that it's well, a romantic love too. they share. Especially in the web series, like it's. Uh, while that remains to be confirmed. Series. Yeah. Nerdist caught up with with Tenet and Sheen and asked them what they make of the shipping. Yeah. Um, oh, good. As actors. Yeah. I'm sure that they, they must have an opinion. So Tenet said they are in a codependent relationship. Yeah. And that we don't know what their private lives are. 
Um, Sheen said there's a lot of underlying unspokenness and it comes to the surface now and again. Yeah. I it seems like it's not well. there, but it's something that people have seen there. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of Terry Pratchett in this movie. I forgot to mention this. I noticed it, that you can find his scarf and signature fedora hanging on a coat rack in the bookshop. Well, and there was... Uh, That's an Easter egg I picked up on. Uh, there was the guy reading Gaiman's American Gods. Right, yep. There was that. a guy reading American Gods. I think that was that was the only Easter eggy thing that I caught. Because when I saw that, I was like, oh, have they been doing stuff? I mean, obviously, I wouldn't get the Pratchett stuff. Wait, is American Gods uh, Neil and Terry Pratchett again? No. No, that's oh. just all gaming. Okay. I was just wondering if they've ever actually uh, Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman done other... No, I think Good Omens is their only collaboration. Okay. So Gaiman is slouched in the front of the cinema at a movie theater? Oh, okay. Um, I, I would love it, like one of those cameos where it's just like he just walks up in front of the camera like, I'm Neil Gaiman. He also made all the noises of the bunnies. He also made all the noises. The bunnies. Of the bunnies. In that animated film where the wide guy comes and disembowels the rabbit. It's like a claymation. Why do I not remember that at all? Looked like this. Did you did you watch this? I did watch that. <laughs> I don't, I don't he rem- just looked up synopsis. I don't online. I don't remember claymation bunnies. Yep. Was that the oh was that the movie that uh Crowley was scene when he was hiding? Yeah. Okay. Yep. I may have been paying too much attention to Crowley. Maybe the biggest Easter egg, uh, biggest area of Easter egg I thought was Doctor Who references. Crowley, of course, was the 10th Doctor. Well, a lot of people are making a comparison of the relationship between Crowley and his car to uh, Tenet's Doctor and the TARDIS. Right, and Aziraphale is played by House from from Gaiman's episode, The Doctor's Wife. You know the Doctor Who, right? Oh yeah, well the Doctor. Oh, the Doctor's wife is one of Metatron the is best best game. It's one of the best episodes. Played by Who. the Master. Wait, what? Slow down. Metatron is played by the Master. These are boring. These oh yeah, um, Derek Jacoby. Yeah, he's one of the Masters. Yeah, it's a boring Easter. But yeah, no. I, I what was I saw there was a meme that was like David Tennant has really found his niche. Playing, you know, supernatural beings that reject the pa- the patriarchal structure they're part of, yeah. and have a weird bond with the uh, uh, machine. That's basically Doctor Who and the TARDIS and yeah. Crowley in his car, but not Kilgrave. No, no. At least not yet. Let's so it feels like it might be a little overdrawn. That kind well, of well, I mean, it was just about meant more, meant nope. more as a joke than like seriously. Oh, it's a niche. funny one. I it's missed funny. it. I missed it. Wait, let's stop. Yeah. Oh. 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 Man loves car. A, a oh, tongue-in-cheek meme. Life machines. Life machines. He doesn't he connect with machines in his life. Well, he has a bond with them, is what I said. I didn't okay. say life machines. All right, so he he's oh, sweet on machines. This nightmare will never end. Well, well, it'll end at some point. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like we're on a D and D quest at this point. No. So. No, that's, that's a nightmare. You're going to wake up and you're going to be the d d Do table. we feel like we've talked about Good Omens <laughs> enough on this podcast to call it a Good Omens podcast? Uh, it's a Good Omens podcast. I think so. This has been... We're at almost two hours. Oh, wow. So we're almost done. Not on this one episode. Oh. No, on this episode. Yeah, we're not at two hours. <laughs> so, how <laughs> we... Are we okay on, on time? Or yeah, like... it's one hour, ten, five minutes. Oh, okay. Oh, so we are... Like, we, we must have talked more about... Good omens than we thought, or the Benji conversation took a lot longer than No, that was not a long conversation at all. It was. So, was it? But yeah, yeah, I enjoyed Good Omens. I should read the book. 
Did you ever watch Benji and imagine how far you could punt the dog? No. If you not, had to. Not that you no. would choose to do so. If, but if somebody you, said to you, Patrick, you, you have to dog, putt this 30 yards or you're, you, 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 know, you lose all you of your comic book listen, collection. Listen. Yeah. Which one, Benji or your comic book? Nothing like, should ever hinge on my ability to punt something. You, you couldn't punt anything 30 yards. Or any Wait, is kind there, of athletic activity. Is there an object you could punt 30 yards? Like a drone that somebody then flew? Oh. <laughs> I was just saying, is it rocket-powered? And the rockets would kick in? Yeah. Oh, Flubber. Flubber. No, I couldn't. No, Flubber no. would bounce back on me. Yeah. Flubber would bounce you backwards is yeah, what it would do. Yeah, you'd kick it I and go like I have very spin. tight hamstrings, and so it feels like punting is not really going to be okay. my strong point. So you... So you, you, so I, what I hear you saying is you would kick the dog, no. just not hard. No, I would not kick the dog. It's Benji. But what if, I mean, someone's like, your comic books or Benji, you can only have one. Well, I just said that, no, I'd find a way out of it. What if you had to leave Benji in the middle of a really busy highway? He might survive, oh. he might not. I'm pretty sure that happened in one of the movies. Benji right. would be fine. So... <laughs> <laughs> He's got great car agility. Yeah, He'll be Benji's, fine. Benji's been there. Yeah. No, he's like Domino. He just got luck. <laughs> He'll just walk normally back and yeah, like, no. he's Benji's indestructible. Okay, so you, you so I what I hear you saying is you would kick him or do whatever was necessary because no, he would be no, okay. No, because that would be wrong. So you'd give up your comic books. No, I said I would find another way. Non answer. Yeah. And not an answer, which means what? I'd say, no, here's what I'd say. He's how about instead of, me Absolutely. Kicking, how about instead of me kicking the dog or giving you my comic book collection, yeah. let Burn me it. show you this lovely collection of stuff I have in my basement. Is there something there that you would like? Because you can no. totally have that. No, it's your comic books no, no, no. or so There's a crazy Benji. guy who's going to light your comic yes. book collection on fire, you, or he's going to kick You can Benji. totally have my yeah. comic books. They are all in the basement of my, of my house. Well, if he's going to burn them all. But you have a lot of comic books in your basement. Oh, I just moved some down there, didn't That's I? That's right. Oh, dang. Yeah, it's not good. What's down there? Uh, I have to move the West Coast Avengers, but everything else is stuff that I could probably live without. Seriously? You have 12 boxes of comics you could live without. Oh, there's probably more than 12 boxes of comics I could live without. Wow. And yet you still have them. Yeah. Yeah, because well, they're also not valuable enough to do anything with. And yet he'd kick a dog to keep I would them. not kick a dog. I would never kick a dog, Yayu. It feels like it's been established. Yayu is asleep. Yeah, he is. He is not feeling yeah, the energy of the sort of his natural state. <laughs> he is kind of well. He's also he might still have some painkillers in his system. Yeah, you mind like He lost sixteen teeth. Jesus, he's down to two. Recording? Not all. They pulled sixteen teeth. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize they did that many. Oh, th that's the third time he's had teeth pulled. I know. I didn't realize he had that many left. Yeah. To oh, pull. I, I, yeah. No, I thought you'd be, you didn't think a dog had that many, and I'm like, should, should we yeah. wrap this up? Should we wrap it? It feels like this feels is we're like finally we're <laughs> No, we're, we're fine we're finally rolling. Like, like we're finally we're finally back after the Dungeons and Dragons threw us totally off our rhythm. We're back, it's baby. It's like riding a bike. Yeah, what's Patrick off a cliff. is what's Patrick's punting Benji over a cliff? <laughs> I think we're back, baby. And that feels in the spirit of good omens. Absolutely. How? I'm just trying to get us back on track so we can stop. Hmm. So, okay, final question. The end times are upon us. Mm -hmm. What's the last thing you want to do? Keep binging. Makes sense, Patrick? Oh, that's, I don't know. And you did. That's a, that's, <laughs> that's a that's your decision. I don't know. Apocalypse. That's an excellent conclusion right there. I think we, I think we may have reached the end. There's, there's, yeah, I don't know. No, record a podcast. Oh, a final apocalyptic podcast. No, you'll be the last podcast in the world. 
Yeah. That nobody would ever listen to. That's well, kind of par were. for the course. Now the gods would not listen to our podcast. I don't think... It would be the only one left. Actually, the Kyle, gods would be like, they did four D&D episodes? <laughs> yeah. Jesus, that's excessive. Yeah, that's why the that? world's ending. This one's an hour and a half? Yeah. Good lord. What a bunch of pretentious, self I can't believe they nerds. listened to Richard's idea. Yeah. <laughs> they know me by name, but they hate me. <laughs> <laughs> The Richard Balavin story. <laughs> oh, and there's an ending. 